0: Welcome to Stories I Didn't Tell last Sunday. Hi, I'm Doug McAllister, and today I wanna tell you a story about Jesus and Noah. Now, I know what you're thinking. They lived thousands of years apart, and they absolutely did. By some estimates, four to 5,000 years between Noah and Jesus. But did they have any interaction? Absolutely, and that's the story I wanna tell you today. This was gonna be point three, to my sermon, uh, last Sunday, uh, but I didn't get around to it Ran right out of time. Uh, if you didn't see that, you gotta go back and watch, um, Genesis part four. Uh, the third point, I didn't get to complete it. So I'm going to do it today. Uh, and I'm telling a story about Jesus and Noah, you know, Jesus retold the story about Noah and the global flood and then used it as a comparison of what the world's going to be like when Jesus comes back. He said, as it was in the days of Noah, so will it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. In other words, when, it come, when I come back again, the world will be a lot like what Noah's a population was like when the great flood came but Jesus wasn't the only person in the new testament that talked about the flood peter also described where Jesus went after the crucifixion and it involved the people of the flood and that's the story that i want to tell you about today let me read you the passage and then i'll tell you the story first peter chapter 3 verse 18 this is from the new king james for christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. Verse 19 By whom also he went and preached to the spirits in prison, who formerly were disobedient, when once the divine long suffering waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is eight, were saved through the water. Now that is a glimpse of what happened to Jesus between the crucifixion and the resurrection. That is one of the very few details the Bible gives us. Now we know for a fact that Jesus died on the cross. He was buried in a tomb. That is clearly detailed in the Gospels. He died and he was buried. And then on Sunday morning, three days later, Mary and the others came and found the empty tomb and Jesus was resurrected. But what we don't know is how soon the resurrection happened after the death of Christ and his burial. We're not certain of all the things that Jesus may have done after the resurrection. But this one thing that we know, you could do a lot in three days' time, and those hours are mostly unaccounted for. The Bible is silent, except for this stunning view of what happened when Jesus was resurrected, by whom the Spirit He went and preached to the spirits in prison who were formerly disobedient in the days of Noah. So the Bible says that Jesus, after the resurrection, went to where the spirits of those who died in the flood were being held. So apparently there was a holding place. There was a a place where where the unrighteous dead were held. And God in his mercy, even though God judged the earth and every living thing on the earth perished, God did not forget his grace and love. He sent Jesus to them to preach the hope of salvation even to those who were disobedient in the days of Noah. Now, some theologians estimate that there were probably a billion people alive on the planet when the Great Flood happened. Now, we don't have a census or an exact count, but if you look at the very precise genealogical records in Genesis, and someone in uh, pre-Bible times kept meticulous records, for we know every generation between Adam and Noah— and then between Noah and Abraham, and Abraham and David, and David to Jesus. Now we know that the that the Jews took up keeping the records, but it goes all the way back to Adam and the uh, and the people who have studied this, have said that if you count the generations and the number of children that each generation could possibly have had, remember, men lived to be almost a thousand years old at the time. And so they could uh, have children for many centuries. If you estimate that over the time span, then the earth could have easily have been uh, supporting a population of a billion people. And those people were scattered around the globe. They weren't just contained locally near uh, Ararat or, uh, you know, the uh, Tigris-Euphrates River area. Uh, We find traces of uh, human remains that died during the flood on every continent, There's also animals and plants buried as you probably have heard me say, there's billions of dead things buried in rock layers laid down by water all over the earth. And it goes all the way back to the great flood. That's what we call catastrophism, that a worldwide uh, cataclysmic destruction altered uh, uh, the future of humanity and changed the geology and the hydrology of the earth. Well, in the middle of all that, were the people. And it was the people who were on the receiving end of the judgment of God. God told Noah, the end of all flesh is before me. They are wicked and violent, and I am going to take out every breathing thing on the earth, including all the people, except for Noah. Noah found grace in the eyes of the lord he was the only righteous man on the planet we're not even sure that his sons were righteous the bible doesn't say one way or the other they may have escaped because of the grace on their father but noah and his wife and his three sons sons—Shem, ham and japheth and their wives are the only people that escaped, and the other one billion or so perished in the flood and we know this body is temporary But the Spirit is eternal. And their body perished in the flood, but their Spirit apparently went to a holding place. And while Jesus waited for Sunday for the resurrection to be made known, Peter clearly accounts for some of that time. Let me read it to you again. By whom the Spirit. Jesus went and preached to the spirits in prison who formerly were disobedient when once the divine long suffering waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared in which a few that is 8 souls were saved through the water God's love is everlasting he did not forget the souls of those who perished in the flood And God has not forgotten about you and I today. His mercy is new every morning. And this is just a glimpse of the love of God in action. Thousands of years after the fact, God still remembered those people who perished. And certainly God still remembers you and I today. So that's the story that I didn't get to tell last Sunday. The story of Jesus and Noah and the people uh, who perished in the Great Flood. I hope you enjoyed it. This is Doug McAllister for Journey Fellowship Church and stories I didn't tell last Sunday.